Richard Nixon. Well, I'm not a crook. Ronald Reagan. Tear down this wall. George W. Bush. I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you. And Donald Trump. And a friend of mine for a long time, he uh, only likes politics. If you ask him about how are the Yankees doing, he has no interest. If you ask him almost anything, he likes politics and he's a professional at the highest level Roger Stone. All of these presidents relied on one man to secure their seat in the Oval Office. That man is Roger Stone. This is The Roger Stone Show on 77 WABC. Welcome. This is Roger Stone and this is The Roger Stone Show. Joining me now is a man I would call, well, the National Trooper, uh, a man who has done more to rouse the patriotic spirit of the United States than anyone since perhaps, well, Francis Scott Key, the man who wrote the Star Spangled Banner. If that song is our national anthem, then God Bless the USA is our national song. I am particularly proud to, uh, to join Lee Greenwood here and welcome him on The Roger Stone Show. Lee, welcome for joining us. Thank you very much, Roger. Great to talk to you. I, I always wished, I guess, I had a show named after me, but I don't have one. Um, I do have my name on my bus, <laughs> and we tour nationwide talking to people in America and trying to find out what the pulse is. And it's interesting, you know, as I talk to you now, uh, our tour will continue throughout the summer uh, all over the country and, and just kind of get a feeling of what the nation is feeling right now about the attack on President Trump and uh, and the coming election. Folks who want to know where Lee Greenwood can be seen and heard can go to LeeGreenwood.com. All of his tour dates are listed there. Uh, He's going to be in uh, Michigan uh, in several stops, uh, August 17th, August 19th, August 20th, going on from there to Georgia, from there to North Carolina. Uh, I urge you to go to Lee Greenwood. Dot com. First of all, his biography is fascinating. Uh, my old friend Lee Atwater uh, told me that not only were you a, a country and Western artist, but he told me that you played a mean R&B saxophone. Uh, and, yeah, uh, thanks, Roger. I, I played uh, the woodwind since I was a kid. My mother was a piano player in the 40s. Of course, my, my dad joined the Navy right after the bombing at Pearl Harbor. And uh, we were, you know, just uh, my mother and, and me and my sister were, were kind of left uh, for several years alone. So we were raised by my grandparents in Sacramento, California. And I, I had access to the piano, but I also loved the sound of the saxophone. And that's, that's when I started to play it. And by the way, we, we kind of miss Lee Atwater. You know, I, I toured with George Bush 40, 41, and, and it was sad that we lost him during that campaign. Well, uh, in fact, uh, President uh, George Bush appointed you to serve on the National Endowment of Arts Council. Your appointment was approved by the U.S. Senate, and that appointment has endured under both President Obama and continued under President Trump. Uh, Would it be fair to say that your expectations for God Bless the USA have really exceeded what you expected when you wrote it in the back of a tour bus in 1983? Yeah, I I think that's very accurate. Um, We were writing songs on the road because I was playing every doghouse, outhouse, and roundhouse during the 80s, and it was difficult trying to keep up um, with our recording schedule. 
not uh, not alone writing music and uh, and I I had remembered that as a drum major from a high school band I loved pageantry I loved watching the military bands march by and they were all such precision uh, in their marching and and it was just something that inspired me to to feel patriotic I guess you you'd have to say at a very young age and I never lost that uh, that feeling even through my 20 years in Nevada where I performed in the casinos for so long, and I got my country music career, moved to Nashville, Tennessee in 1979. And then as I'm touring, you know, I, I, I see the pageantry all the time still. Uh, I would play these major shows with fireworks, and I said, Jesus, this is so wonderful. And I don't know, one night something inspired me when I saw a military marching band or just the National Guard here in Tennessee, and I, and I wrote God Bless the USA, and you're right, it was in the back of my bus because I, I really just couldn't get home to write. And... And when we finally put it down on cassette tape, it was interesting how it, it had a life of its own, and it has ever since. Uh, God Bless the USA has been in the top five on the country singles charts three times, 1991, 2001, and 2003, giving it the distinction of being the only song in any genre of music to achieve that fate. It was also the number one song on the pop charts right after 9-11, Additionally, CBS News voted God Bless the USA the most recognizable patriotic song in American history. Uh, even Beyonce has recorded a cover of this song. That's a, a heck of a commentary. Lee, I'm curious uh, about this. I had uh, country and western star John Rich on a couple weeks ago. It was right here at WABC for the Roger Stone Show. And I asked him who were his major musical influences. Who would you say, uh, in any genre, uh, has influenced uh, your sense of style and your musical style? It's a good question. I, I, because I started as a musician first, I mean, I sang in the Baptist church when I was like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, in those years, inspired by gospel music and my belief that I, I needed to be a Christian. But beyond that, I, my mother was a jazz player in the 40s, and uh, and because I had a lot of her records at home, and, and I say records, there were 78-inch <laughs> records. I don't know if you remember those or not. They go way back before 33 and a third. And we had a little record player, and I would play songs that she had listened to, one of which was called Artistry and Rhythm, which was by Stan Kenton. And Stan Kenton was like considered the father of American jazz. And so that kind of was my beginning before I even became a notable singer uh, I worked in the lounges and the main rooms of Las Vegas and Reno and Lake Tahoe for almost 20 years, and I, I would listen to people all the time all around me that were all very good. But I think more, moreover, I was influenced by the culture uh, that was spawned uh, from America's past, and, and uh, Ray Charles became a favorite for me uh, to listen to, Peeble Bryson, uh, Sam Cooke. Uh, for some reason, the rhythm and blues really settled with me really well. And I know when I came to Nashville, uh, my style was a lot different than anyone else, not just being from the West Coast, but because of my background. And I was talking to T. Graham Brown the other day, who's a very soulful country singer, and he said, I came to Nashville because I heard your voice. And so it's nice, it's nice to know that you know, we have brought that side of the coin uh, to country music because their country really found its own in the last 30, 40 years and moved away from just basically country and western. And when I toured with Barbara Mandrell and Kenny Rogers and Ronnie Millsap and the Oak Ridge Boys and the Gatlin Brothers and you name it, uh, I, I had the other side. I had the contemporary approach to it. 
but there's there's enough to raise your emotions you know through all the music that we had and we've uh, we've had 40 years of songs 40 years of hits uh, which brings me to the fact that we've have actually a film that we um that we made that is going to be shown in motion picture theaters across America on Veterans Day that features 40 different singers singing the 40 hits that I've had over the years and uh and we're going to issue a, uh, a an invitation for people to uh to bring a veteran to uh to the movie theaters across America uh with a, a an initiative called Adopt a Vet that's adoptavet.com and and for fifty dollars, send a veteran and their caretaker to see this wonderful film on Veterans Day. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, I'm not surprised to hear you list uh, Ray Charles as an influence. You know, as a fan of uh, Otis Redding, Solomon Burke, uh, O.V. Wright, I really do feel an R&B inflection in your music that I think is different than any other country and Western artist that I like. Uh, you have recently released the God Bless the USA Bible. Can you share with us what that's about and why it's special? Yeah, my, my wife and I, of course, have been married 31 years, and uh, she's such a beautiful woman, and she actually led me back to Christ. And, and I, you know, for many years, uh, I just didn't have time to go to church, and, and I was like on the, in, on the fringes, if you will. We have our own Bibles that sit by our, our bedside, and we have a table piece in our center uh, of our living room, but I thought in order to find uh, the younger generation and reach them, not just as a Christian, but as uh, a patriot, we uh, decided to manufacture a King, King James version of the Bible. It's leather-bound. It says, God bless the USA, Holy Bible. And in the back of the Bible, we've added a readable version of the Constitution, the Pledge of Allegiance, the Bill of Rights, uh, and the Declaration of Independence. So when people have this Bible, you can go to uh, GodBlessTheUSABible.com or my website, LeeGreenwood.com, to find it. We are now in its second printing, and it, it's just a beautiful uh, leather-bound place where you can go for peace and, uh, and a lesson for your children and your neighbors in patriotism. You know, very recently I had a very well-known actor come and visit me uh, in South Florida, uh, and I was really pleased to meet him, but before we met, he asked whether we could have dinner at some place where we wouldn't be seen together. I thought that was a little surprising. <laughs> m many, many people in the entertainment industry uh, don't want to talk about politics, don't want to talk about their belief in Christ, don't want to talk about their patriotism. You seem to be a man who, to me, has no fear. Can you talk about that for a moment? Well, thanks for thanks for asking that. I, I am I am proud of that. And you mentioned uh, my friend John Rich. Uh, we are very close, uh, as is me and Tony Orlando and Gary Sinise and a few others, who have no uh, fear about stepping out and talking about America first. But I don't use my stage, and I do over a hundred shows a year, uh, to talk about politics or my conservative beliefs. 
uh, basically, I'm an entertainer first, and, and I don't use my stage for that. Now, in an interview, as I'm talking to you, Roger, I am proud to tell you that I will talk about America's greatness and its freedom uh, day after day after day. I, you know, I just, uh, I'm so blessed and so lucky. I'm, I'm a little bit different than most, being from California, but I don't care if you're from Texas, New York, or California, or Florida, or Wisconsin. I mean, I've met people everywhere who believe this country is the greatest country on earth, and so I'm not afraid to step out and do that. Throughout your career, you've had the opportunity to perform for several U.S. presidents. Uh, can you share the most memorable experience you've had, or do you have a favorite president? I know that may be a difficult question because you have uh, met them all. You're pictured on your website at LeeGreenwood.com. Folks, go to this website. You, you can not only find out everything about Lee Greenwood, but you can also find out what his upcoming tour dates are, uh, buy some great products, uh, his music, uh, his videos, his Bible. Uh, but uh, tell us about your experience with the presidents. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a Reaganite. I mean, I, I go all the way back to the Reagan days when I toured with the president. Um, I was kind of Nancy Reagan's champion. Anything that the first lady needed, I would generally respond to her. And and it was the same with uh, George 41, George Bush 41, and Barbara Bush, who I love dearly, both of them. As a matter of fact, uh, even though President Trump has used my song as his entrance uh, when he does rallies, I, I sang for President Trump at the Lincoln Memorial for his inauguration, but I also sang for George Bush 41 at the Lincoln Memorial for his inauguration. And I will tell you that at my years with President Reagan and, and Vice President Bush at the time, I really became very close to 41. And uh, we spent time at, uh, at Camp David, at the White House several times, uh, just sitting and watching a motion picture. I played piano for him in the West Wing. And just before uh, he, he went away from us, um, we, my wife and I went to Nantucket and, and actually played piano and sang for him in his residence there um, at Kenny Punkport. And I, I was just like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is so wonderful to, to see him and be a friend of, of that president. He is my favorite and was. Uh, I agree with you when it comes to being a uh, Reaganite. Uh, I worked in his 1976, 1980, and 1984 campaigns. And once uh, when Nancy Reagan was visiting Darien, Connecticut, uh, in the early fall on a particularly cold day, uh, I was smart enough to bring a Pashima shawl for her. And therefore, I remained one of her favorites. And from that point on, I could do uh, no wrong. Uh, I, uh, I admire the fact that you have uh, performed for all these presidents. It, is, uh, it must be a truly, truly great experience. Uh, looking at today's contemporary uh, country artists, or for that matter, all artists, other than the aforementioned John Rich, who was really, really great here on The Roger Stone Show several weeks ago, who else out there does Lee Greenwood listen to? Who do you like? Well, um, Jason Aldean, I like uh, Mark Wills, who may be my favorite singer in country music. Um, of course, Justin Lynch, um, Lee Bryce. Um, it, it, there's several that actually um, make the kind of music that I like to make. There's, uh, there's artists on the contemporary side, but I think the, the more George Strait kind of act, that's a cowboy act, kind of hones in on why people went to country music in the early days, leaving adult contemporary, if you will. You remember that format. 
and and leaving rock and roll, which is so hectic and uh, and and brings you to a, a fast pace to live in a big city. I think that's why people uh, levitated towards country because it had simple stories. It was three chords and a, and a song, and uh, and and that's what a lot of my records were about. I mean, we have 36 albums that basically are all stories and songs about hurting and love and and some breakup, but some romance and. And, uh, and and great songs. And I think the artists that sing them today still inspire me because they are so good. Uh, I, look, I recognize and I respect the fact that you try very hard to keep your presence as an entertainer separate from your political uh, and your religious beliefs, but you have no fear about speaking out about what you believe in, and I admire that. Uh, given what's happened in this country in the last two days, What's happened in the last two years? What are your feelings and hopes for America's future? Uh, I, I guess I guess my greatest hope um, is that people will search for the truth. Uh, today's media, and we have two sons that are twenty-eight and twenty-five, and um, that that is their biggest um, challenge is to sort through media to find the truth. And and there's a lot of misinformation. And it comes not just from the United States, but from other countries as well. And it feeds through streaming and downloading. You can't you can't just turn on the news anymore and go, "Oh, I trust what they say." You really can't. Um, you have to find out exactly what the items are. I generally get my information from the stock report in the morning, uh, and I like to find out what things are in in the world and and who's doing well and who's not. Gives me a little bit better of an insight. Um, but this, it's it's tragic in how. This recent uh, lynch mob is going after a former president who is actually in line to be the next president. And I, I am just uh, appalled that, that they would bring this to bear. I mean, if they had any issues with what uh, our former president has done, why didn't they bring it to bear three years ago or four years ago, for that matter? Uh, you can clearly see it's an attack in order to eliminate him from running as, as the next president. I could not agree more. I mean, uh, this past week's uh, indictment in Georgia, the more I dig into it, the more I see uh, that we're in this place in America where questioning the outcome of an election, which should be everybody's First Amendment free speech right, Correct. has suddenly been criminalized if you're Donald Trump. But if you're Kamala Harris or Nancy Pelosi or Congressman Jerry Nadler or or Stacey Abrams or Congressman Jamie Raskin, well, then it's perfectly all right because they did exactly that in 2000. They did it again in 2016, again in, in some states in 2018. It seems to me to be a two-tiered justice system, but I know quite a bit about that. Uh, like you, um, uh, I renewed my faith in Jesus Christ. It is true that there are no atheists in foxholes. Uh, and uh, a time came in my life uh, when I was the target of the Mueller witch hunt, when I had I actually that. done nothing whatsoever wrong. You can't lie under oath in your voluntary testimony about Russian collusion that never actually happened. It's actually literally impossible. Uh, so I've been in this particular meat grinder. Uh, I spent time with President Trump about uh, two weeks ago. This guy's fortitude his determination, his resolve, his continued good humor under this withering attack 
uh, is beyond anything I've ever seen. Look, I, I worked for President Nixon. Uh, I worked for Senator Bob Dole. They were both very, very tough guys, but not nearly as tough. I think a lesser man would have withered under this extraordinary attack. Uh, it, it is really uh, beyond belief. And I, I, uh, I'm inspired by the way you are inspired by your faith. What advice would you give to young artists who want to express uh, their values through their art, through their music? Well, I think, um, first and foremost, music moves the culture. Um, I remember reading books about Hitler when he began to take over Germany. The first thing he did was to get rid of the books uh, and get rid of the history uh, of the people of Germany. And so I think we need to look at our history when people write songs and sing songs they got. To, they have to know they're influencing the culture with every song they release, uh, and and it, it it arouses the emotions of the listener, and that's why artists become popular, because they say what we feel, and and when I write a song, I'm the same way. I try to write something that not just people will relate to, and it's not about the money as much as it is being artistic. I want to make sure that what I release is uh, is palpable. It, it's something that people can relate to in their own personal lives, and that would be my advice to all new artists, plus the fact that records are kind of your flag bearer, um, and, 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 and radio uh, jumps on a song after it's been popular with Downstream, because it's a whole new whole new way of, of, uh, of releasing music now. And if you intend on uh, reaching the public, it's the same old game as it always has been. You have to get on a bus or an airplane, and you have to find the people where they are and bring the music to them. So work hard and, and make sure your message is true and, and not cheap. Folks, if you're just tuning in, this is The Roger Stone Show on WABC Radio. You can uh, find us at 770 on the AM dial if you live in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area. Or you can always listen to us at WABCRadio.com where we are live streaming worldwide. Uh, people need to understand the enormity of Lee Greenwood's career. He's had seven number one songs, 25 charted singles to his credit. Uh, he has won numerous industry awards, Male Vocalist of the Year for the Academy of Country Music uh, in 1983, two Male Vocalists of the Year awards from the Country Music Association in 1983 and 84, a Grammy for Top Male Vocal Performance in 1985. Uh, the CMA also named God Bless America as its song of the year all the way back in 1985 that demonstrates how extraordinarily enduring god bless the usa is i must tell you uh, it brings literally a tear to my eye every time i hear the opening bars uh, i think it has just stood as an inspiration to millions and millions of americans who are proud to be americans who aren't ashamed of our country who do recognize that this is the last best hope of freedom in the world, that we are, as President Ronald Reagan said, a shining city on a hill. What impresses me, Lee, looking at your website is how hard you work. I mean, how many days a year do you, do you travel? How many days are you on the road? Uh, it's a lot less than I used to. Um, in the first four, three or four years, it was almost 300 days a year. 
trying to find the fans, and we did that successfully. My The acts that I was signed with at MCA Records at the time was Reba McIntyre, George Strait, the Oak Ridge Boys, and Barbara Mandrell. And Barbara and I toured together. I toured with the Oak Ridge Boys and still do. Um, they're, they're all still my friends. And I, I, I really, I, I don't know, I, I have a passion about touring. And also, I, on a selfish note, that if I have to keep my voice in shape, to be able to sing at 100%, which I, I always try to do, um, I just can't be off very long. If I, if I don't sing for a month, it is a struggle to get back at my age. Now, even though it might have been harder younger, it's much harder now. And so I think it's better that I continue to sing and continue to tour uh, with my wife's permission and my two boys, of course, my family. We want to spend more time with them, and uh, it's, it's interesting that we always have that same battle that anyone else does, and that's weighing business against family. And there are different times when it's a different priority, but for right now, it's, it's touring and, and trying to lift the hearts of America coming to this election. I know I've become a champion for the military, and that makes me proud, which is why, again, why we're releasing this movie nationwide on Veterans Day. Go to adoptavet.com and send a veteran and their caregiver for $50 to a movie. Oh, my gosh. They will be so proud, and, and, uh, and you will have done something wonderful. We want to send 50,000 veterans to these movie theaters. Yeah, I've, I see the promotion for this on your website. It really looks extraordinary. Uh, I urge people to go once again to LeeGreenwood.com uh, uh, to see uh, not only uh, the upcoming tour dates, uh, you can look at 40 years of hits. Uh, you can access his music, his videos, some terrific uh, photos. Go to the store there and support this uh, iconic uh, American artist. Uh, it, this has uh, been an extraordinarily, uh, extraordinarily, extraordinary pleasure uh, and honor to have you. Let me ask you a final question. Uh, are there any current issues or causes that you feel particularly passionate about uh, and you'd like to bring more attention to? Uh, well, as we have talked about, I, I dedicated my, my, my father was military. My wife's father was military. So we're Navy and Army both invested. I did not serve in the military. So this is kind of my way uh, to giving back. And I, I don't know what makes somebody a patriot. I, you know, I think it's just love of country because home is where your heart is and and if your heart is is here in america then you need to take care of america and that's that's pretty my initiative and that's what i'm, I'm trying to do during my remainder of my touring life my touring years and so once again i will mention adoptavet.com that is, is something i really believe in and so if you'll help me uh, and all of your listeners uh, go to adoptavet.com thank you all right, there's a perfect uh, plug for it, a very important and worthy cause. This is Roger Stone. This is The Roger Stone Show. And I want to thank uh, American icon, patriot, uh, and uh, superstar Lee Greenwood for joining us on The Roger Stone Show today. God bless you, Lee. Uh, may your travels be safe uh, and successful. Thank you, Roger, and God bless the USA. God bless the USA.